Matthew. Hello. Hi, guys. Listen, Gosh. one of you guys has got to bleed the radiator. Well, it's not going to be me. I'm a haemophiliac. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's actually not what you are. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've read the report and it's not a haemophilia. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Clarky. And uh, it's not going to be me either. Okay, fair enough. Well, we're going to have to... From Clarky this week. Have to settle this some other way. I'll tell you what we're going to have to do. There's only one way to settle it. We're going to have to have a... Flash slam down! Flash slam My son. Hello! <laughs> There's a twist in the tale. No one knew. We were actually... Father and son. Father and son. All these years. Time, time to make a change. Just sit back. Take it easy. You're still young. That's your fault. There's so much you have to go through. I'm not saying that, Lord Matthew Crosby. I'm under my roof. They'll be following my rules, not the song I was expecting to sing. I'm not going to lie to you, folks. <laughs> I guess we're going to have to hear Video Killed the Radiator another oh, time. Oh, oh, who wants to hear yeah. I mean, it's literally our own time we're wasting, isn't it? So let's do it. Okay. Hello, and welcome to Flatshare Slam Down, the panel show that says, I heard you on the wireless back in 52, lying awake, intent in tuning in on you. If I was young, it didn't stop you coming through. Oh, oh. Took the credit for your second symphony Rewritten by machines on new technology And now I understand the problems you can see Oh, oh, oh I met your children Oh, oh, oh What did, what did you, you tell them? them? Video killed the radiator Video killed the radiator Cause in my flat and in my car We can't rewind, we've gone too far I'm still the host of Lionel Matthew Crosby and Mother oh. under my roof They'll be following my rules. Let's meet my son and indeed my daughter, Tom Parry and Ben Clark. Hello! <laughs> wow, what a turn of events. I mean, it's been real soap opera stuff here, Thomas. Uh, let's talk to Ben. So, <laughs> Ben, my good friend and daughter, why do, you say, why do you say see you later, alligator, when you see the state of our radiator? Uh, well, I used to date a radiator, but I got tired of her running hot and cold. Oh, oh. you're hot then you're cold, you're yes then you're no, you're in then you're out, you're up then you're out. Okay, now, Tom, why are you... Uh, so, Tom, why are you so bleeding lazy? I am not going to bleed the radiator because I had a bad Excuse experience. Excuse me, what? What are you not going to do? <laughs> I am not going to bleed can't... the radiator. <laughs> I'm not going to bleed the radiator. I'm not going to bleed the radiator. My wife. And I can tell you for why. I'll tell you what, a few years ago... Oh, no, this sounds terrible. The year 2000, right? Oh, I remember. I ordered a radiator. Can it I was... tell you, I've been to the year <laughs> we 2000. We can't keep doing it. <laughs> OK, yes. I ordered the... It won Best Appliance. OK. Uh, the Best Appliance Awards in the year 2000. Sure. Was it simply the best? Because I've got a song now to listen to. Sorry, Tom. It arrived. I turned it on. It didn't work. Oh, no. Oh. I said, why aren't you working? It said, because I'm father to a murdered son. Oh, God. Husband to a murdered wife. And I will have my vengeance in this it. life or the next. It was a gladiator. <laughs> Gr oh, great. great. You're going to hear it me roar. 
Can I just say, any first-time listeners will not know what the fuck is going on here. And any long-time listeners will be in exactly the same boat. Now, little known fact, but Tom and Ben both faint at the sight of blood and indeed water. So who have you brought along with you this week to help with the bleeding? Let's start with Ben. Who have you got? I've brought my psychiatrist. It's Phil Wang! (laughs) Phil Wang! Thank you. Phil, thank you so much for coming on the show. Now, what kind of a flatmate are you? I'm a very quiet flatmate. You will barely notice me there. Are you currently living with me? Is that what you're trying to say? (laughs) (laughs) I just haven't realised. I've actually had people forget to charge me rent because they've forgotten (gasps) that I live. Because there's no evidence that I live in a place. You leave no trace. Leave no trace like a ninja who sleeps. (laughs) <laughs> is it just because you're out so much partying and gallivanting mm-hmm. yes <laughs> <laughs> second question can I get an invite <laughs> uh, Tom who have you brought with you this time well terrible news Matthew the Jamboree's in danger oh I can't oh, believe that oh, yes the cafetiere has received its worst reviews in years what is- <laughs> The cafetiere, just yeah. the, the one thing you plunge down to Our make a coffee's co- terrible. Yeah. That's why I've hired the best barista this side of London town. His coffee's strong, his sense of humour's even stronger. <laughs> <laughs> Please welcome Mr Tom Allen, everyone! Oh, Tom oh. Allen. Oh, thank you for having my, me. My barista from another mister. Oh, that's what you call me. Two bald Toms. Two good bald point. Toms, that's two, a great... Two Toms, both alike in scalp. Mm. Shakespeare. Now, um, now, Tom, thank you for coming and helping us uh, bleed the radiator. Oh, you're welcome. Are you a good flatmate? Are you a bad flatmate? What kind of a person are you? Are you do you keep the flat at a good temperature? Do you bleed your radiators regular, uh, regularly? I bleed my regulators. I bleed my regulators regularly. And also, um, I am great at bleeding the radiators because my name is Tom Allen and I bring the Allen key. Lovely. <laughs> Lovely. Alan Hey, fuck you, that's gold. I did that in the briefing that we had in the cloakroom. Matthew said to me, do that, they'll love that. (laughs) That's how I get them. (laughs) So we've met our contestants. Let's see which ones will keep bleeding, keep bleeding the radiator as we play round one. Here we go. Oh! This here's a song about every man who's on the wrong side of the man by getting the wrong end off the stick. Well, my old lady told me her bones were feeling old. The heating wasn't working, and at night she was too cold. She said there was a job she needed me to try. Pointed to the radiator and said to bleed it dry. I reached for my six-shooter And I got my hunting knife Sized up that big white bastard And then I took its life I stabbed it and I shot it Till off the wall it fell Now I'm sitting here a-freezing Here in my prison cell so if your old lady tells you to do a thing you do not know, maybe give it a Google before you give it a go. Tomorrow I am getting the electric chair. Yeah! 
turns out all I needed to do was release some Uh, so round one this week is called Rapiator. It's a pun on Rapiator. It's a pun on radiator. If you pronounce it like radiator, it becomes well. We're calling it Rapiator. So no, I tell you what. Let's make it less contentious. We'll call it Vinda Wu Tang Clan. Either way, either Back way. Up, hang on, Vinda Wu Tang Clan. Yeah. I'll tell you why, because um, Vindaloo's are famously hot, and I'm going to ask you to do a rap about something hot. But more than just that, um, I'm going to measure your temperature before and after the rap. <laughs> oh, hello. With this uh, Boots Pharmaceuticals laser thermometer, and whoever has the greatest net gain in heat wins 10 points. <laughs> you, you have to wrap yourself hotter. You have to wrap yourself hotter. So. <laughs> Extra points are also available for smoking performances and whoever I find, personally, the hottest. Tom Allen, your luck is in tonight. So, Ben, first of all, I've got to come over here and measure your temperature via the forehead. OK. And it's how much you increase in heat rather than who's the hottest at the end. That is correct. It's the net gain. I've managed to turn it off. Uh, <laughs> God, lovely. I'm just ice cold, baby. Well, I tell you what, we, we had a very good chuckle earlier on when I was measuring producer Ben's forehead. Very nice and warm. I've tried to measure his crotch. Error message. So, <laughs> now, Ben is a steamy 37.8. You're right, Ben. Holy crap. Think you actually. You I, might, I don't enjoy this at all. You might be ill. <laughs> You might be able to, you're 37.8. Now, Ben, you are going to be rapping about barbecues. Oh! Uh, along to MOP's Cold as Ice. So, uh, obviously, we've got, obviously, we've got DJ Bucket Louse on the ones and twos. Bucket Louse on the ones and twos. In your own time. Yeah! Rapping That's about right, barbecues, motherfuckers. mate. Whoa, whoa! Easy. It's about to get hot up in here! Yeah, I'm hot! Obsessingly, he's now colder. <laughs> 36.5. No. So I'm afraid, team one, you're already down some points. It's <laughs> because I sweated so much. But don't worry, Phil can turn that around. Now, Phil, uh, you're going to be rapping about volcanoes. Uh, I'm going to measure your temperature, if you give me a moment. 37.8. Very similar to Clarky. The same. We've been hugging for half an hour. <laughs> Okay, Phil, I'd like you to rap about volcanoes. We're going to use Fire It Up by Buster Rhymes as our backing track. Off you go. Mmm, mmm, uh-huh. Mmm, mmm, that's right. 
Real fast, faster than the volcanic ash. Yes. Oh, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yes. that's right. Uh, gotta get hot in a rush. Thank God I got Asian flush. Oh. I'll get hot if I must before this magma turns into crust. Wow. Oh. Oh. Very nutritious for the local. Florin Fauna. <laughs> oh! Factual as well, I love it. Um, this is really fun to talk about my little son. <laughs> <laughs> He's talking about his son, everybody. <laughs> my son who I lost in a volcano. <laughs> oh! Oh no! <laughs> Gotta think of an end. Volcanoes are my heart, friends. Yeah. It's actually gone down again. It's, uh, <laughs> if you want, yeah, it's because we're so cool. If you want to kill yourself, is, if you spit fire, you lose heat. That's, lovely. That's what happens. Oh, oh lovely. Oh, imagine if they started putting this into use in hospitals. Like he's overheating quick. Get him to freestyle. <laughs> Thank you very much for covering the topic that you've described as really fun, the death of your son. <laughs> well, I want, the thing is, I loved him too much. and I, 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 I wanted him to live forever. And what better way than to cake him in sort of ossified volcanic Absolutely. stone. Absolutely, yeah. Like, so like the people of Pompeii, your son will live forever in our memory. In a sort of defensive, curled up, <laughs> fetal position. Uh. So he makes a great pumice stone as well, doesn't he? Which is very, very useful. You've got corn. In a way, he's always with me. In a way, he's always with you. Um, so you didn't win any points there for the decrease in heat, but in terms of rap ability, I've got to give both players a point there. Ben, I'm going to give you a, a hot two out of ten, and uh, I think Phil, I'm going to give you eight out of ten. That's ten points there. How much heat did Phil lose? What's that? How much heat did Phil point lose? Point two. He was thirty-seven point six. So, you know, I'm not going to teach you how to suck eggs, but maybe jog on the spot or, you know, think of a time you asked a girl out and she said no or whatever. You know, something like so that. So many of those. <laughs> I was so embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Matthew, Matthew, okay, Matthew. You I... and your heteronormative podcast. <laughs> oh. I'm going to measure your temperature now, OK? So try and be as cool as possible. OK, cool, cool. OK. And you're an icy 36.9 degrees. Okay? Wow, the coldest so, person here so far. Every, you are so far, yeah, until yeah, Clarkie started rapping and <laughs> almost died of hypothermia. Um, you're going to be rapping about having a fever and we're going to use Drop It Like It's Hot by old Snoop Doggy oh. Dog. So off Start you go. Anytime. anytime you like. My name's Tom Allen and I've got a fever. I don't know what to do. It's giving me Jeebus. <laughs> I've got the jeebus, you know. And sometimes when I go out at night, I get the shakes. I get the shakes, yeah. But that's because I've got a fever, you know. Oh, I'll My, buy this. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The temperature's up. The temperature's down. I don't know what to do. I keep feeling my frown. It's all over my crown. I'm just feeling so incredibly down. I don't know what to do. Shall I speak to a doctor? I don't know. That's a really hard word to run with. 
Oh yeah, I go into a song bit, a song bit that does that covers up the fact that I didn't know what rhymes with doctor. Anyway, so then I went to the pharmacy. I didn't know what to get. He said, "Come with me." I said, "Okay." I wonder what you got behind your counter. He said, "Wait a minute, it's not behind the counter. I'm gonna go and saunter over here." It's something special that I keep in my bag. I don't want to see you looking all damn sad. Listen, it's just called paracetamol. Try rhyming with that. I said, come on, y'all. Amazing. No, very few raps feature the word saunter. And I think that's. You know what? Real You're right. Some half rhymes I threw in there as well. Well, I all half rhymes, as far as I could tell. Uh, okay, let's measure Tom Parry's forehead now. Here we go. Don't measure my forehead. <laughs> Gets bigger every year. <laughs> 35.7, actually, the coldest Ooh, so far, would you believe? Wow. So, if you... this fucker up here, yo. <laughs> He's brought a jacket! Yeah. What's my theme? Your theme is sexy people. You're going to be rapping along to Hot In Here by Nelly. And... Uh, sexy people. Sexy people. So take your pick, really. Get married. 35.2. Yes! So you've actually dropped a temperature as well. Sorry, Tom Allen wins the 10 points in that round, but I've, I've got to give you points for your rapping. I've got to give 10 out of 10 there for Tom oh, because that was guys. absolutely gorgeous rapping plus the 10 points. Uh, so, what are the scores at the end of that round? Producer Ben, please. Well, Ben and Phil have got 10, and Tom and Tom have got 26 and a half. Oh my god! So Tom and Tom are hot, but are they bothered? Let's find out as we play round two. It's flat games. Games! Let's play together. Games! Let's play forever. Roll the dice, spin that thing. Put that there. Do as you're told. Games! If you lose, you get nothing. Games! If you win, you get gold. Gold! Gold! Listen to that, ITV2! That is racing! 
singing. Gold. If they're singing gold, they're going to be watching. There's two dozen ratings. So this week in Flat Games, we're playing our version of table tennis, which we are calling Fable Tennis. In it, each team must improvise a fable one sentence at a time based on suggestions from their opposite team. I'll be giving points for a clear moral message at the end of the story. So Tom and Tom, you are going to go first, which means Ben and Phil need to give you a setting, an object, and two animals on which to base the fable. So have a little think about that, guys. A setting, an object. You give a setting. The Netherlands. Mm. It's the Netherlands, okay. Wow. Happening in the Netherlands, yes. Uh, What's the next thing? An object. Doll's house. (laughs) So a doll's house in the Netherlands. And the two animals, please. Cow and a crab. Cow and a crab. (laughs) Of course it's a cow and a crab. Of course it's a doll's house in the Netherlands. But let's find out what the moral message is at the end of this round. So we're doing one line at a time, please. Off you go. It was just outside of Amsterdam, and the cow had discovered something very strange. He had a strange itching sensation (laughs) around his udders. Uh, That's what he called them. Wait, can I just say his udders? (laughs) I don't see gender. (laughs) Okay. As he turned to scratch... Their udders. Thank you, thank you, Tom. He found in the bush. Which bush? The bush <laughs> that he was stood next to. Oh, okay. A strange object. Behold! It was a doll's house. With a snout, he lifted up the roof to this doll's house, and there, the old cow snout, in the yeah. attic, <laughs> in the attic of famous this doll's snouted house, animal, the cow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> In the attic of this doll's house, he saw... Can I just check? Do we need to go on the internet and show you a picture of a cow? Because... (laughs) Cows not have a snout. (laughs) I'd scratch a cow on its snout. (laughs) That's why you're banned from so many city farms. Anyway. (laughs) With the cow's snout, it lifted up the roof to this doll's house. And lo and behold, in the attic of this doll's house, he saw a little crab. Oh, Help me! (laughs) Screamed the crab. I'm being held captive in this doll's house by a wicked, tiny doll. (laughs) I've been here for three years. I keep trying to get out, but unfortunately the door is on the other side to the sides that I keep walking between. Yes. (laughs) Just remind you of the rules. One line at a time, Tom. Well, not one chapter at a time. (laughs) Well said the cow. When you walk sideways, you sometimes have to climb a ladder. (laughs) Oh my goodness, that was something else. What a lovely story. That was Is that the sort of thing you were after? No. Now, but you've done it now. What am I supposed to do with that? No, um, that was lovely, lovely work. Beautiful storytelling, gorgeous wordplay. Thank you. Um, Can you just, for the, obviously I understand it, but for the simpletons in the room, can you talk us through exactly what the moral message of sometimes when you walk sideways you have to climb a ladder actually means, just for the room. For the young people out there. Yes. Well, it's pretty obvious, isn't it, Tom? I would have said so. Basically, Mm -hmm. if you're being held captive by a malevolent doll... And And you're a crab. And at the same time you happen to be a crab, which sometimes all of us are. Thank you. You have to learn new ways to overcome your captor. Yeah, think outside the box and you can achieve anything. 
Yeah, just don't be a crab all the time. <laughs> oh, well, that's wonderful there. I think... Um... So, for storytelling, I'm going to give you 7 out of 10. Great. And for moral, I'm going to take away 4 points. So, 3 out of 10. <laughs> fair enough, I guess. It seems, it seems fair. It seems fair. Now is your chance, Tom and Tom, to come up with an object, oh. um, a setting, and two animals for Phil and Ben and their moral. I think a National Trust property. <laughs> Do you want to go any more specific than that? Uh, Chartwell. Yeah, Churchill's house. I was going to go for that as well. Oh, my God! Oh, my God! Oh, my God! <laughs> it's got a lovely... Yeah. It's got a lovely garden centre facility. It's amazing. Uh, and it's a lovely place to walk around. It's got yeah. nice lake. Where is it? Westrum in Kent. Yeah, just south. South of here? Southeast. Southeast yeah. of here, yeah. Southeast of here. OK, this will come in handy. Just right south. OK. <laughs> So you've got, you've got Churchill's house. We need two animals. We need and an object. A fire bucket. Oh, that's my first animal. <laughs> oh. <laughs> a fire bucket. Very rare form of squirrel. Is the object. Okay, fire bucket's the object and the animals. I see a pelican. And a field mouse. A pelican, a field mouse. Ooh. It's Churchill's old house. Chartwell. Chartwell, to Thank give it its you. name. And a fire bucket, that's right. And a fire bucket. So off you go. There once was a man named Winston Churchill. Let's start at the beginning. Uh, and he won the Second World War. Mm. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. But yeah. he had a problem. <gasps> he had a small fire <laughs> inside a bucket. Absolutely right. That's right, right? Yeah. yeah, it's lovely. He tried to put it out on the beaches. <laughs> He tried to put it out on the rest of that saying. <laughs> but to no avail. Nice. Okay, fair enough. So he couldn't. But who can? Pelican. <laughs> Down from the sky with his huge wings. Good knowledge. <laughs> and long beak and also like a soft bit at the bottom of the beak yeah. they could scoop up stuff and who should be <laughs> who should be living in that soft bit but his friend the field mouse ready for anything that the pelican thought to swallow <laughs> they were a combo where the pelican would swallow a thing and the field mouse would kind of sort through the admin sure of whatever the pelican yeah. had swallowed. So down flew the pelican to Churchill's house, which was in southeast Kent. Yeah. And Churchill saw this pelican with a field mouth, field mouse <laughs> in his mouth. And Churchill said to the pelican, Cool, blimey. <laughs> What's the moral of that? Tale? It's like right. it's like the man's right here. So we've got wait. So we've got Churchill. What? Clocking a, a gob. What a gob. Sorry, did you say what? Will you do the job with it? Oh. And so Winston Churchill fed the pelican the bucket of fire, mm. and the field mouse sorted the hell through it <laughs> till there was no fire, and Churchill's house was saved. Not a bad story. It's not a bad story at all. A lovely story. And that's actually how they invented the Spitfire, <laughs> which oh! won the Battle of Britain. It won the Battle. 
that's what Brexit Britain is, is it? <laughs> Any kind of patriotic message at the end, yeah. round of applause. Honestly, that made me very, very happy. Um, <laughs> that was just so quintessentially British, and it's wonderful how well Phil has assimilated. That's what I want to say. It's just... <laughs> He's assimilated so well, you've come over here from bloody, you know, Afghanistan or wherever you're from, and you've, you have made yourself one of us. I'll be sorry to see you go. Now, here we... Am I proud of that? Slightly. Weirdly. <laughs> Uh, so, anyway, uh, I'm going to have to give you some points for that. I thought that was absolutely amazing. I mean, the moral, firstly, 10 out of 10, best of British. Uh, the, <laughs> the storytelling, unfortunately, not quite up to the standard of these guys, so I'm going to give you six points there. So that's 16 points in total. Producer Ben, at the end of that round, what are the scores? Well, they're much closer. Um, <gasps> this, is, this is how we play. Ben and Phil have 26. Tom and Tom have 29 and a half. Oh! Okay, well, it's now... Now, folks, it's time to take stock. Beef stock, it's Beef Brothers! Well, if you've got a problem, don't call it a problem. If you've got a problem, call it a beef. If you've got a beef, beef. maybe we can help you. Beef Brothers sorting out your beef. Yes, it's Beef Brothers, where each week we ask our panellists to sort out a flat share-based beef. And today, this one comes from Henry, who I believe is here in the audience. Henry, are you there? So while the mic is heading towards Henry, I'm going to read out Henry's beef. My girlfriend always follows me to the toilet to talk to me. Why can't a man just poo in peace? Uh, Henry, can you give us your girlfriend's name? Oh. Oh. Oh, she's here? Um, okay. Wow. This could be I think you're going to be speaking for your girlfriend, is that right? Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Can I just ask one key question before we throw it open to the panel for a cross-examination? Is it in the room or through the door? Uh, in the room. In the room. Okay, there we go. That's all we need to know. So, we'll let that marinate while, while I explain who's on whose team. Ben and Phil, you're on the side of Henry. Tom and Tom, you are on the side of the girlfriend. Was it Megan? Meg, yeah. yeah. Meg, sorry, Meg. I have a question before we begin the game. Okay. Is Meg sat next to you right now? Yeah, she is, yeah. Okay. And, <laughs> and also, are you currently having a poo? <laughs> uh, any questions for Henry? Did um, Meg know you'd written this before you got she chosen? She did not, no. Wow. I'm so glad I'm on Meg's side right now. Are you yeah. Tom? I would be terrified if I was um, not on Meg's okay. side. Okay, how, uh, how long have you been living with the wonderful Meg, by the way? <laughs> Just the two of us for six months, but in a shared house, 18 months. So was this something that just happened in the last six months? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Once you've experienced the joy of cohabitation where you can share everything... That is conjecture. Yeah. And be... <laughs> you can be your true selves uh, Tom, in front Tom, of each Tom, other Tom, save this then, right? Tom, save this yeah. for your arguments. Uh, any questions from, uh, from... One from Clarky over here? Do you have an ensuite? Uh, no, no. Just a one-bed flat. That's a separate bathroom. An off-suite? <laughs> you could be an estate agent. <laughs> um, do you make bad? How bad are your poos? I'm trying to ask you. Do you make bad poos? Do you make bad poos? Also, no one calls it making a poo anymore. Look, you've got to feel like you've achieved something someday. <laughs> you need something to write in your bloody diary. The bloody diary. Um, <laughs> so you should go to a doctor, mate. Call it. Um, do you feel self-aware of your poos, or are your poos okay? I'm quite happy with them. You're I, happy I, with uh, your poos? Oh. Jeepers. Phil, any questions for Henry there? 
What is your main contention? Is the problem like timing the poos? Are you trying to do like a sniper behind enemy lines and waiting for, for her to shout something before you drop the next bomb? Or is that the embarrassment? Like how do you continue the romantic pretense that neither of you defecate? This is a weird one, but can I answer that with a question? Please. Do you usually poo on your own? <laughs> it's a great question, Henry. Well, the effort is usually all my own. <laughs> But uh, with the social media, aren't we all pooing together now? <laughs> very, very good. Very true. Good point, Phil. Good point. You have separate jobs. You don't work in the same place. What do you that's mean by right, jobs? Right. <laughs> you don't work You've not got the, a love seat. You don't work in the same <laughs> office. No. So how often do you get to spend your evenings together? How many hours do you get to spend? Five hours a night, maybe. Only five hours? Only yeah, five yeah. hours Such a shame. Hour. Such a shame. Um, I've got a question. Would you go with Mick? No. Oh. What? Okay, very well. You never followed the love of your life to the toilet. Any final questions before we begin the... Do you uh, follow other women to the toilet's pit? <laughs> <laughs> Pervert. No, no, no. No? Um, yes, go on. One the, final question from Phil The Wang. conversations that happen, are they, are they conversations that had already started before you had the urge? Oh, or has she started question. the conversation because she's seen you going to the toilet? Good question. <laughs> Mix of both? I don't know. Well, okay. well, no, no, so you're mid... She's talking to you and you walk off to go and have a shit. <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay, Henry. Okay. Just the two of you in the house, yeah? Okay. Having a chat. How was your day? Okay. Does Meg actually realise she's following you? Are you just sort of walking off? Could be going anywhere. And like, oh, here we are again. <laughs> are you actually tricking her into following you? Is it something that you get off on, you sick pervert? <laughs> Whoa, conjecture. Whoa. I've got, yeah. can, can I I'm one just final, saying, it's I've a got question. You one final question. Uh, it's got a follow-through question. <laughs> <laughs> How aware is Meg that she could do so much better than you? <laughs> oh, absolutely, oh. absolutely unacceptable. Is Meg feeding you a very high-fibre diet? <laughs> Ooh, good question. How dare you assume that Meg's the cook in the house? <laughs> Good point. Well, hopefully that's enough information for our teams to make their cases. So without further ado, to begin the case for the uh, prosecution, remember you are on Henry's side. Phil, I'm going to call upon you to... And you have exactly one minute. Your minute. <laughs> Limber up as much as you like. Bear in mind, I'm not going to take your temperature at any point. So... <laughs> Your minute begins right now. A successful relationship is all about boundaries and is about having a personal space in which one can express oneself in as honest a way one wishes to. If a partner is comfortable seeing one defecate, then where do we draw the line? Are, 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 they, are, they, are they looking in their mouths while they sleep? <laughs> are, are they, are they, That's a great question. Are, are they unstitching their clothes? Are they... Are they checking their, their, their browser history? And these are all boundaries that we mustn't cross. There, there has to be some line at which an individual says, I'm an individual, you're an important part of my life, but this is for me. What I'm doing right now is for me, I'm on the toilet, for me. This is a little catharsis, this is where I release the evil that you do not have to put up with. Five seconds. And, and so in conclusion, go Henry, keep pooping on your own, okay. 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 To open the case for the defence, Tom Allen, your minute begins now. The thing that we must all remember here is that, of course, Henry is, as he's demonstrated, a trickster and a liar. He's ensnared poor Meg into watching him defecate. 
not content with reading House Beautiful and other magazines. He is anally expulsive. He demands an audience. If it wasn't for Meg being there, he would no doubt be live broadcasting it via Facebook Live. We know the character of the man. He is a show-off and he demands attention. We've seen his submitting of questions against his partner's wish. He's a manipulator. He draws her into the bathroom with starting a conversation after the day is over. He comes in, he puts his Mac on the hook. We know this. He puts his briefcase down. He says, how was, seconds. He says, how was your day? And then he gets her to answer and then he walks away and then she follows him into the toilet and then he immediately performs his dastardly deed. Oh, wow. <laughs> Wonderful work. Um, now, normally at this point, I ask Henry how you think it's going so far. Um, I know, Meg, you don't want to answer any questions, but could you give me a thumbs up or a thumbs down to how you're currently feeling? Oh, yeah. a thumbs up. We're okay. We're okay. I didn't want to make it awkward. Uh, Henry, how's it going so far for you? Yeah. Thumb in the middle, right in the middle. Medium. Yes, good point. He seasoned um, it. So, um, Ben, Hello. you're, you're going to conclude the case for the prosecution. Mm. Your minute begins now. Oh, good, uh, good, <laughs> good call, good call. Downward inflection on that. Hey, everybody. Well, you know, uh, Henry, I, I feel for you, buddy, because I am myself also a private pooer. I don't like people being around. I find the experience quite personal. Um, I know, right? It looked better on paper. Um, but yes, when you go for a number two... He has written that on a piece of paper. Yeah, I also write down Poo instead of Urinal. I mean, that's, that's not going to fly. That's your time. Okay. <laughs> Henry, I can only apologise. Now, Tom, you're going to conclude the case for the defence. Would you like to do it as yourself this time? No, I'm going to be doing this in the style of my Deep South defence lawyer from a John Grisham novel. Oh, I? Um, Mr. Fanshawe Standard. Fanshawe Standard. Mr. Fanshawe Standard. Presiding and indeed providing us with so many wonderful legal terms, your minute, <laughs> should you need it, begins right now. Ladies and gentlemen after jury. <laughs> Mr. Fanshawe standing here, providing and presiding. <laughs> Hell, we've heard a lot of big head words there today. A lot of dim dear fancy lawyers there from the city dazzling with your words there, poo rhino. <laughs> well, I never heard of dim dear fancy words over there. We here, we be simple folks, huh? Hell, <laughs> I recognize you right there. Karen from the bakery. Smell them buns on a Sunday morning. Hell. Let me tell you what this here damn dare case reminds me of. There's a word they not been using over there that you won't no find it in none of them there legal dictionaries. Little four-letter word there. Goes by the name of love. <laughs> oh, I see you there. Harry and Jane giving each other a touch. Was it your wedding? Wasn't invited. I was there. I was there. <laughs> just, there are people giving each other a touch in the courtroom. That is... Uh... Yeah, that's the kind of town this is. <laughs> Let me tell you a little story, ladies and gentlemen. Young lawyer. 
straight out of college, handkerchief on the forehead. What? Get down to the hospital, mop the brow. Get down to the hospital, cover the case. <laughs> Next to the goiter ward, what's going on in there? <laughs> Curious. <laughs> Legal eagle, in I go. <laughs> Hell, never seen a nurse train a goiter before. <laughs> Cut to nine months later, Mrs. Standen. Hell yeah, love at first sight. A lot of them dead lawyers are there talk about them boundaries. I'll tell you this for nothing and paint this on my gravestone because I can't afford an engraver. <laughs> Ain't no boundaries in that word love, just the words L-O-V-E. No further questions, y'all. <laughs> I can't adjudicate in this case because I'm currently on parole myself. Oh. Would, you, would you believe it? Yeah, I was arrested for stuff. So, <laughs> the responsibility falls on our Phoenix audience. If you think Phil and Ben, and therefore Henry, is in the right, applaud now. <laughs> Snap election. But if you think Tom and Thomas made the best case, and therefore Omega's in the right, applaud now. Your Honor! This is OJ all over again. Yeah! yeah. Or as Ben would say, Poo-J. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is all I have time for. Just because my patience has run out uh, doesn't mean we can end the show there. No, instead, there's a tricky quickfire round and the even trickier quickfire jingle to contend with. Here it is. This is the quick fire round. <laughs> Good call, guys. It's the round that goes really quickly. Got about 45 minutes, mate. <laughs> Which is why you would think Taking a film, it maybe. would have a really quick jingle. The jingle's not quick. In fact, it's so not quick that it goes through the entire alphabet. <laughs> Are you sitting comfortably? Because we're going through the alphabet. Can you believe it? Don't lose faith in this idea, <laughs> everyone. For it's a really good idea. Get comfortable, it's happening. If we do this, just imagine how good it will be. Okay? <laughs> Let's carry on. Moment by moment Not stopping for a second Or Perhaps Query this idea Unless you think it's A very, very bad one Extremely bad, yes? <laughs> 
Well, well, it's time to get on with the quick fire. Can I tell you? Wait, yeah. Can I, can I ask a few questions about that? Why is everyone looking at me so confused? <laughs> just, didn't, just didn't get it. I was sort of assuming it was going to go through the alphabet, but I think it was a bit subtler than we all... Well, yeah, all, but... all the words he used used up all the letters of the alphabet. Exactly that. Right. They're, they're all in there. All they're all in there. If you look hard enough, they're all there. Ah, yeah. But isn't that true of sort of any sentence? <laughs> Not one of them. Any said. sentence? <laughs> Listen back to that. And honestly, very strong. <laughs> so is it every line starts with a new letter of the alphabet? Yeah, pretty much. Well, yeah. It, it like features. Do you know what? It right, features. Actually, Hang on. That's not how acrostic works. It's I good. love acrostics. Listen back. Yeah, they're great. It's aren't good. They? In fact, play it again. <laughs> <laughs> Don't play it again. Listen at home and then text me. Oh, oh seven eight three four four five three. Say, don't worry, I'll, I'll, say, I'll tweet that later. Just say, on. nailed it. That's all I need to know. It's good. Oh, anyway. <laughs> the worst thing is, I know how this works. Any second now, another bit of it is going to come in. Even worse, I know what it is. It's the alphabet backwards. <laughs> Just, yeah. Yes, now we're going backwards. It's an extremely bad idea. Very. Very. Unless, Tom, you do it super quickly. Really quick. Perhaps it's going to be okay. No, mate. Let's kick it in the jack Instantly. <laughs> Hello, Ben. Get ready to finish. Every time we do this, I can't believe it's all right. Hey! It's like throwing pearls to swine. Did the swine have a snout or do they have a nose? Very good question. Tom, can I just say. We owe each other a huge apology. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> OK, in this quickfire round, all questions will be radiator-based. Instead of buzzers, if you think you have the right answer, shout out your first name. Tom and Tom, let's hear that now. Tom. Tom. <laughs> Love it. Ben and Phil? Tom. Wang! <laughs> 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 okay, here we go. Uh, question number one. What do you call a female heating device? A female? Oh, wang. Wang. Ladiator. A ladiator. Oh, what? that's what this round that's is. That's what it is. Here we go. There's, there's 47 of them. Uh, what, sort of, what sort of heating device has just dropped an E and is waving a glow stick? Clarky. Tom. Clarky. I'll go for Clarky there. Poussinol. Tom. <laughs> Tom. A raviator. A raviator. Uh, what sort of heating device do you pour over a roast dinner? Tom. Tom. Tom, Tom Allen. Graviator. A graviator. Uh, In what sort of heating device might you find Indiana Jones? Wang. Wang. 
I, I said Wang, uh, assuming uh, I didn't uh, find, figure out the answer. Oh, yeah. Clarky. Radio. Uh, uh, yes. Uh, yes. Tom, Tom, Tom. No, 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 no. Let, let, let Clarky go on. Radiator is what Ben was about to say there. Indiana Jones and the, the Lost Radiator. <laughs> Radiators of the Lost Ark. I'll give it to. It's the Crystal Scullyator. <laughs> <laughs> Double points to Clarky. Yes, yes. yes. Yes, yes, Two yes. points to Clarky, one point to Parry there, because you... Oh, that, that was, by the way, finally. the best joke of the evening, guys. Yeah. Why haven't you all taken your tops off? He just sailed I mean, past Jesus you guys, Christ. you missed it. What sort of heating device has just been born? Oh, uh, Tom. Tom. Baby Ata. Baby Ata, yes. That's Coach. a great phrase. What's... Why isn't that used more often? That should be what they stick premature babies on. It's on the baby eight. <laughs> no, not in a oh, bad way. Dear. In a good way. See, the thing is, you hey, thought it wasn't no, a good idea also, to no, say no, it. No, no, Tom, Stop, Tom, and then you said it. Because the main thing with a newborn baby Incubator. is to dry it out. <laughs> <laughs> Incubators. Incubators should be called baby eaters. Baby baiters. It is it's, 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 it's not going to bring Phil's son back, all right? Uh, he <laughs> was dried out he in that volcano. Let me tell you. <laughs> what sort of heating device is M&M? Tom. Tom. A, a, what sort of heating device is also Judy Finnegan's husband Richard? Richard Madeleiter! Richard Madeleiter, <laughs> yes. What sort of heating device has 99 problems but a bitch ain't one? Jay-Z-Eater. Okay, we'll give a point to everyone there. Uh, <laughs> well, that was our, our quickfire round. There's just time for plugs. Are you gigging currently? You've got a podcast as well, haven't you? Would you like to plug your podcast? Oh, sure. Yeah, I do a podcast called Like-Minded Friends, uh, which your listeners might enjoy. My friend Susie Ruffle and I. Friend uh, of the show. Friend of the show. Spinster of this parish. And um, <laughs> she is... Um, uh, she and I do a, a sort of queer-centric podcast, and we're also doing some tour shows together at the moment, so come and see us. Fantastic. Uh, Phil? Oh, me and Daphne, enemies of the show. We... <laughs> Right. We have yes. um, a radio, our second series of Radio 4 show coming out in July, so listen to that, please. Oh, yeah. fantastic. Oh, fantastic. Uh, producer Ben, it's just time for the final scores. And they're close. That's what we're oh, here. One team oh, has 32, the other team has 35 and a half. Oh, oh my God. God. The, the winners. Half a point in it? No, three and a half <laughs> points in it, mate. <laughs> so the winners are Tom and Tom. Oh. Tom and Tom. So, get to have a pretty good time, albeit with me. Thanks to our guests, Phil Wang and Tom Allen. Yeah. We have been Pappy. See you next time on Flatshare Slamdown. Pappy's Flatshare Slamdown featured Matthew Gosling, Ben Cock, and Tom Parry with special guests Phil Wang and Tom Allen. It was devised by Pappy's producer Ben Walker. Big thanks to everyone who came down to see the recording to Ash Cap Williams and Georgia House for helping out. To Orange Mark and the British Comedy Guide and to the, to the Phoenix having us. Uh, Pappy's Flatshare Slamdown is a fun production for the British Comedy Guide and the internet. Cheers, everyone. Bye.